This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in roughly 45 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going, bro? It's very good, Bryce. You are yet to pause there for a moment when you started thinking about the returns. What's, uh, what's going on? Losing faith in uh, our ability to, to grow no, up. No, no. No, nothing more than a little brain fade. That's all. I was actually thinking while I did that, how the intro just rolls off the tongue now, and then that made my brain slip up, and I almost forgot the intro. So um, the, the irony yeah. of that is, is strong. <laughs> I'm what? The the irony is strong. You were thinking about how the intro just rolls off the tongue, made the I intro stumble. Yeah. I know. I know. Anyway, so always excited to crack into another episode talking all things stocks and markets, Ren. So today we want to... Before before we get into what we're going to do today, when this episode's released, will be Thursday the 25th. So last night we will have just done our Melbourne live show. So assuming that it all went really well and we got a great audience there, thanks everyone for coming and we can't wait to do it in Sydney in less than a week's time. If you haven't signed up in Sydney, I imagine tickets will still be available. Jump onto equitymates.com slash Finimize and sign up. It's Tuesday the 29th of October at 6 p.m. Yes. Talking all things markets 2019. Got a panel of expert investors. We're going to have beta shares there, Stake, Julia Lee and Henry Jennings. So get on down if you haven't. Uh, This is probably going to be the last live show for 2019 that we do. No, you know Uh, what? I'm going to say it's definitely going to be the last live show we do for 2019. 
unless we do something at a Christmas party, Ren. But who knows? We can discuss that <laughs> offline. <laughs> so, Ren, today we want to discuss information sources. Now, we have done a couple of episodes sort of along these lines where we've spoken more about the traditional forms of information and, and where you can go to get info because this is something that we often get asked by the community is is what's the best source of information and there is no one answer to that as we always say but we're going to take a different tack today and and start with a bit of a story that we came across quite recently and use that as a segue into using sort of more forum-based communities to find information that can help you on your investing journey. So, Ren, do you want to start off with the story, interesting story that we've come across, and then we can go from there? Yeah, let's do it. So, the story is a pretty crazy one. This guy turned 766 US dollars into 107 grand uh, in two trades in less than a week. So to start with, he bought puts, which it's an options trade where you essentially bet the price is going to go down. And he put $766 onto shorting a company called Roku, which is a streaming service in the US. And he bought options that essentially needed the stock to collapse in a very short amount of time. And he was right because they did. And the stock fell 19%. And because options are a way to make your gains and losses bigger than the actual stock movement, he turned that $766 into just a bit over 50 grand in one trade, which is a 6,500% return. So you'd be pretty stoked if you did that. But then this guy turns around and within the same week buys more put options, but this time on the S&P 500. So he basically made another bet that price was going to fall, but this time the price of the S&P 500. And he was right. And he turned that 50 grand into 107 grand in a couple of days. So all of this happened within a week. The first big move happened on the 19th of September and then the second on the 24th of September. So you would be absolutely stoked if that was the week that you had. And oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the the reason that we know about this story is because of a little-known Reddit forum called Wall Street Bets. Yeah. So a couple of things that I want to pick up on from this story, Ren. Firstly, as I was reading through it, the way that they prove that this story is true, Choi actually provided screenshots of his Robin Hood trading account, which is trading app over in the US, you know, that we've heard rumors have been coming to Australia now for many years. They're still not here, but he placed all his options and put trades through Robin Hood. And so I did a bit of research and it's so simple to place those sorts of trades through the app in the States. And it just made me think there's nothing like that here in Australia from a accessibility point of view, unless you can think of anything. Because I, I think from my point of view, placing options and trades is often quite cumbersome. Yeah, Have you ever no, looked into doing it? There's definitely nothing as simple as Robin Hood. Yeah. Which is like, there was nothing as simple as that in the States prior to Robin Hood as well. Like that's part of the reason why Robin Hood is so big over there now. Mm. But look, I mean, options are, are not for everyone. They 
no. magnify your returns, but they also magnify your risk. So, yeah. Um, and this that, is something I want to touch on a bit later in the episode is being careful about these sorts of headlines. A guy in, on Reddit turns 766 into 107,000 on two options trades. So I want to talk about, you know, the risk with these sorts of things. But before we move on, Ren, I just want to touch on, this is a bit of an, an inception article in a way, because to your point, we came across this article in Wall Street Bets, but then Choi, the trader, he actually has taught himself how to trade options from all of the posts that come through Wall Street Bets. And I think that's the point that you're going to start making. Yeah. So I, given that run up, I'll start making the point. <laughs> so I think we often talk about reputable news sources and information sources. Um, when we're talking about this podcast, you know, we talk about the AFR and the Financial Times and the Wall Street Journal and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and it's good that we do because they're really important sources of information. And then we also talk about information coming from professional investors, you know, hedge fund letters and stuff like that. And similarly, they're massively valuable sources of information. But there's this whole other set of information that the internet has enabled and it can be really valuable. It can also be a bit of a murky world. So you have to know how to navigate it and really get the right information from it. But there is a whole world of crowdsourced investment ideas of forums and internet sites dedicated to people sharing information for free. And if you're able to get the best information from all those sources, it can be massively value in terms of your investing skills development, but then also in finding good companies and good investment ideas. So that's probably the preamble to all this. Given we are talking about Wall Street bets, it probably makes sense to start with Reddit, unless you've got any other preamble. No, I think you you covered that off pretty well. So I reckon we should just give a couple of uh, examples of uh, what we're talking about. So yeah, kick it off. Before we do that, I did think of a little bit more preamble to give. (laughs) So the first internet boom of the late 90s and 2000s sparked a similar conversation around investing chat rooms and stuff like that. And what you've seen in the years since is some really great investors sort of came up in that era and came up you know, talking to other investors in these forums and testing their investing ideas that way and growing and developing and probably none more famous than um, Michael Burry, the guy from the big short, but there's there's plenty of other examples out there. So I guess the other, the other flip side of it is it's not just, you know, random people like you and I sharing ideas. There's some people that go on to be or who already are pretty phenomenal investors who are, you know, enjoy testing their ideas in this space. So without any further ado, let's talk Reddit and then we'll go from there. Sure. So for people not familiar with Reddit, it's essentially the front page of the internet, as it likes to call itself. It's just a community of people who share links and information and it's categorized into subreddits and that's categorized into different themes. So Wall Street Bets is one particular subreddit. Its tagline is if 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal, which gives you a sense of what it is. And essentially, it's just a a giant piss take of a subreddit. There's literally people posting the amount of money they lose and they post similar to how this 
trader posted his photos from his Robin Hood account of how much money he made. There are people uh, who are making six-figure losses, putting stupid trades on, and then posting that to Wall Street bets. So that gives you a sense of the community that is built there. It's it's pretty funny sometimes. You have to take everything with a grain of salt. But as you can see from this story that's sort of blown up, there's actually some pretty good traders in there. And if you can filter out a lot of the noise and know when something's not serious, there's actually some interesting stuff that crops up in there. Yeah. I think underlying a lot of it, there's definitely some decent commentary that comes through as long as you're aware of, yeah, I guess how uh, how to filter through it. Yeah. But it's got, what, 683,000 members in the community. So a lot going on and I would definitely be adding it to your bookmarks list in Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I actually haven't looked at how many of these subreddits have. So I'm glad you did. (laughs) I think there's a number of sort of straight down the line investing subreddits as well. So if you're interested in just keeping on top of news and, you know, the sort of analysis from some of the, the bigger funds and stuff like that, there's a few that you can look at and, you know, should sort of just be the basics that everyone subscribes to. So uh, one is, so all, all subreddits the way you access them are reddit.com slash r slash and then the subreddit name. So there's a subreddit investing, there's one for stocks and there's one for the stock market. I would say they're just straight down the line, basic information, just general people sharing a lot of information that, that is quite useful. There's also Oz Finance for a more local domestic feel and community if you're interested in that. The other ones that Ren was mentioning. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think primarily US-based information yeah. comes through there. So, yeah, check out the Oz Finance or Oz Stocks for those a bit more closer to home. So should we use that as a, as a good uh, segue into Hot Copper, Ren? Before we get off Reddit, I, I've got to mention my favorite subreddit and probably if I was only allowed to have one source of investing information for the rest of my life, it wouldn't be the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times. It wouldn't even be Twitter. The number one for me, I, I think it just is such a valuable resource, is the subreddit security analysis. So security analysis, all one word. It is just really great analysis and content. It compiles lists of you know hedge fund letters from all the major hedge fund managers. People share their due diligence on certain stocks and 
you know, ask other people to critique it. And if Wall Street bets is a piss take and uh, some of the other investing subreddits are sort of the basic information that you need, security analysis has those sort of hidden gems and really interesting content. It's not as populated as some of the other ones, but as I said, like if, if there was only going to be one source of information for me going forward, it would probably be that subreddit. So huge. Yeah. Highly recommend. 55,000 members in that community. So another great source of information from many people. Nice, Reg. So moving from Reddit, we'll touch on Hot Copper. Yeah, go for it. This is this is your favorite website, I know. So <laughs> I actually, anyway, I have some opinions on this website, but Hot Copper essentially is Australia's, one of Australia's largest, if not, if not the largest free independent sort of stock market forum. It's now quite global. I think last I saw a bit of analysis done on Hot Copper itself, I think they get about four and a half million views a month, which is huge traffic going to the website. And you can go on there and, and partake in discussion forums on almost anything you can think about when it comes to the ASX particularly, which is great for Aussie investors. But then there's also general discussion on news or primarily financial news. But one thing to be wary of that uh, I think the way that Hot Copper sort of started was a lot of chat on speculative stocks. and So much, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of chat on there about miners and all those, you know, small penny stocks as they're referred to in the States or specky stocks as we call them here and a lot of uh, hot air and opinion going around. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, then this is a great source of information, but there is a lot of opinion on there that you would you definitely need to sort of sift through. Yeah. If you want to hear about a rumor about any stock, Hot Copper will have it for you. <laughs> Absolutely. The challenge for me with Hot Copper is I've never taken the time to make a, an account. And if you don't have an account, you can only see one individual comment or post at a time. You can't read a whole thread. So I've just never really got into it. So for that reason, I'm really interested to know what your opinion is. Well, Reg, uh, Equitymates have an account, so you can use that to log in, but I'm not surprised you've never, I'm not surprised you don't know that because you don't know the login details to any of our accounts. (laughs) Uh, And don't let Ren's laziness in signing up to a three second sign up process uh, (laughs) detract from you signing up as well. So the sign up process is incredibly easy, but we're not here to talk about Hot Copper's sign up process. But Ren, to be honest, I primarily use it if I'm researching a stock myself. It's got a pretty good search functionality. So you can go in there and type the ticker for the stock and then all of the forums and and information on that stock uh, sort of come to light. So I I use it in, in that way just to see what people are saying about the stocks I'm interested in, I generally don't sort of follow major threads or, or anything like that just because I don't really have the time to sift through vast amount of information that's on there because there is seriously large amounts of information. But it's a good source of adding to your research process, from my opinion. Oh, I was hoping your opinion was going to be a, like a scathing takedown of it or something. Well, I mean, there is an element of that, but I'm not here to... There's no point in discussing it if we're trying to help people find information. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, as I said right at the start, there is certainly an element of, you know, a lot of people with hot air on here giving their opinion, but that's the same across all these sort of community crowdsourced sites. So, I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. 
<laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. If we move on from hot copper, the number one in terms of amount of people participating in the conversation would have to be Twitter. There's a subculture, I guess, FinTwit as it's called, financial Twitter. There's a lot of information out there changing hands all for free. And so if you can sort of tap into that conversation, there's a lot of value that can be extracted from it. Yeah, I agree. I think we're definitely more sort of lurkers, stalkers in the background on Twitter. We don't necessarily participate too much in the conversation. That reflects your everyday (laughs) life as well. I get out of it. Look, over the last couple of years, we've curated our Equity Mates account to follow a few. So I thought it'd be good just to shout out a couple of the Twitter handles that we're following. So if anyone wants to or does have Twitter and, and isn't sure where to start, maybe follow some of these people and, and uh, then you can find your way from there. But Patrick O'Shaughnessy, so his tag is Patrick underscore O'Shag. He has written one of my favorite books, one that you actually introduced to me, Ren, called uh, Millennial Money. And he runs... Invest Like the Best. Yeah, Invest Like the Best. So he runs another good podcast. Yeah. And then his asset management is O'Shaughnessy Asset Management. Yeah. Preston Pish is another good one. His handle is literally Preston Pish, P-Y-S-H. All the major news sources also have uh, Twitter accounts, so follow them. Ramp Capital, Josh Wolf, Shane Oliver, Mark Bernberg for all things cannabis. And then an interesting one is a, an, an anonymous self-made millionaire millennial, apparently, and his is wealth underscore theory. So worth checking him out as well. So a couple just to start with. I guess finally at Equity Mates as well. We're, we're not very active on Twitter, but that's probably something <laughs> we're going to try and correct at some point. So like us in anticipation. Do you have any other major sources that you want to discuss before we close this out? There's a couple that I'll mention quickly. So Seeking Alpha is a similar website. It's less forum-based and more article-based, but it's sort of crowdsources its articles from people that are investors or interested in markets. And that means you get a variety of perspectives across a variety of topics. It's just a really valuable source of different people's views on stocks in the market. And that's Seeking Alpha. And then one other Australian one that I really like, but I probably haven't tapped into enough, but I'm sort of exploring it now is Livewire, which again is not as forum-based, it's more article-based, but it's just got a really good breadth of perspectives on the market. And yeah, so I think those two will give you more articles rather than forums, but will really, is it sort of, again, fulfills that role of this ability to crowdsource information and opinions that the internet has enabled. That's a good point on Livewire. I think it's incredibly underrated. And the reason for that is because their model is they actually open up their opportunity to publish articles to the best in the business. So fund managers, analysts, you know, investment bankers, they all contribute. I think they have about 400 contributors around Australia, all working in the industry, all writing articles. And then what Livewire do is just curate those articles and hit you up on a daily basis with an email with some of the, the top ones from from their opinion. But their website, as you said, Ren, is free and very, very worthwhile uh, signing up to that. And Ren, we do have an account as well. So I'm sure the login details are there for you when you decide to finally <laughs> log into things. <laughs> but yeah, good, good shout with that one. And then I guess the last one, 
the most important one is the Equity Mates Investing Podcast <laughs> discussion group. Yes. The number one source for <laughs> uh, different investing discussions and opinions and information. Hit us up on Facebook, Equity Mates Discussion Group. Some great conversation happening there at the moment, all things investing. So, yeah, good episode, Ren. Thank you for shedding light on some of your favorite articles. That's all right. I've, we've, we've given away all our secrets now. We have. To close out very briefly, can you run us through, I know everyone sort of has their own um, way of doing things. Do you have sort of a set rhythm and routine each morning or during the day for your process through information and and sources? Like, is there a website that you go to every morning when you wake up? Is there sort of a rhyme and rhythm to it? It's a good question. And I wish there was a one website that I could go to. And I've actually been wanting to build something like that for a while. And I've uh, I've probably spoken to you off air enough about how I would build it if I just had the technical know-how. But anyway, until that comes around, no, there's not one particular website that I go to. At this stage, you have to be a little bit more active and find time to go to these websites. I don't really do a lot. I don't find a lot of time at work to, you know, get out of my inbox and go and read some of this stuff. So it's mainly just after work, on weekends. The good thing about Thought Starters is it forces some discipline. Given that I have to have at least five every week, it forces you to make some time. It's the same as, you know, doing research on stocks or anything like that. You gotta you gotta just actively decide to make the time and prioritize reading and learning. Yeah. It's it's not an it's not a satisfactory answer, but unfortunately, that's that's really the answer. Yeah, nice. I, I would agree. Awesome. Well, uh, always good to chat stocks and markets, Reg. Two things before, before you wrap up. Okay. Number one is if you rate and review us and you write a funny review, we'll read it out. That commitment still stands. And number two, as we spoke about in our last episode, if you want some free merch from Equity Mates, show us, uh, share the love of Equity Mates, spread the word about us, and then send us you know, a video, a photo, whatever of you doing it, and we'll send you some free merch. Yeah, those are the two last things from me. It's got to be big though, Reg. It, we want we want something to be sending merch for a post in a social media group or something along those lines. So go big and uh, and we'll also share our community. All right, Reg, we'll, uh, we will leave it there. Just to quickly close, if you haven't already got tickets for our Sydney show 29th next week, Tuesday, 6 p.m., talking all things markets with a panel of expert investors. Looking forward to meeting everyone who has already got tickets. Head to equitymates.com forward slash Finimize to grab your ticket now. And uh, hopefully we will see you next week. Nice one. Can't wait. Equity Mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.